It's a, it's a month of harvest. What are you seeing ahead? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Good evening to everyone. We have an awesome phase of our work that has begun by the announcement of the man of God during the communion service this past Sunday. That it's the month of... Oh, you are tired of hearing good things. You've heard it before. Say, Pastor, I'm not a farmer. Say, I have this harvest. So what does it mean to our work? Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the fellowship that we have with you by the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the leadership of your spirit in our lives. We thank you for the STPPL, for all that we experience. Thank you for the glory of your word and the ministry of your spirit in our lives. We've become another man. We've been upgraded, lifted to a higher realm of operation. We thank you for your protection of our lives even as we went to and fro. We're grateful even for your provision of resources to be able to participate. We're grateful, Lord. And Lord, thank you for the life-changing words that we received that will abide in our hearts as Rema forever. We bless your holy name. There's no one like you in all the earth. And tonight, dear Holy Spirit, thank you for your ministry again in our words in our hearts we bless your holy name in Jesus mighty name Amen before we left last week for the program I did share with you that um, this service was going to be more of a strategic meeting as we plan um, this last quarter of the ministry calendar. A lot should happen and will happen in this last phase because the Lord has taught us a lot we have learned a lot alright where our faith produces results we will put more effort 
where our faith didn't produce exactly what we wanted, we know better now. We're greater now than we were before. He said that the path of the justice, like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The Christian always has hope of a brighter tomorrow because Christ lives in us. Without Christ in you, you cannot declare a glorious future because without Christ, you are subject to the schemes and whims of the enemy. So you cannot speak about a future that does not belong to you. But according to the scriptures, the future belongs to us. We own the future. He said he has set eternity in our hearts. The future belongs to Christ. He said heaven and earth will pass away, but my word, that is what we are made of, the word of God. So my future is guaranteed. I can predict that the Lord will be gracious to me. <laughs> oh, praise God. I can predict his love and his mercy will never cease. That is predictable. I can bank decisions on that. Praise God. We fasted and prayed for 21 days. Throughout those 21 days, the prophetic word was consistent. No hindrances, the harvest is there, and so on. You remember we had planned 12 weeks of Therismos. Do you remember that? Personally, he was just mentioning that to me today. That September was supposed to be the final month of the 12 weeks of Therismos. Now, Therismos meant harvest. That's the Greek word for harvest. So, September was to pull... To, to finalize the harvest. And then the man of God comes and says, this is the month of harvest. I don't know how many of you would have realized it. I don't know if it was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or it was a Tuesday? Or was it Monday? When I was telling you, no, it was a Monday. When I was sharing with you about the strategy I said it was going to be a strategic session. And so I started reading some scriptures to you and I talked about lift up your eyes and see. And speaking about the field. I think you would remember, Brother Wealth. The scriptures that I read were from prayer. Those were the same two scriptures that the man of God used during that program. And more than anything, what it meant to me was there's no other way for God to tell us what he's told us. It is really our month of harvest. Beyond what the scriptures have said that the harvest is plenteous. That was a general word to the church. Then our man of God comes and says to love world nation. This is the month of harvest. Then the Spirit of God says to this group, specifically, it is your month of harvest. What will you do with it? 
All that we received from the 21, I think the 21 days of prayer and fasting helped so much. They helped us. It helped us so much. You might not have known it, but you were operating at a different level. Even in those meetings. You were hearing more than others heard in those meetings. Because your heart was prepared to hear those things that you heard. There's so much to share with you, but for time. All that the Spirit of God has asked us to do as a group, we will do. We must do. We must do. And you must be an extremely relevant part of what we're doing, brothers and sisters. Don't be of another mind. There's a scripture I want to read to you. Um, Philippians chapter 3 and verse from verse 12. Give it to me in the, uh, I think the TPT. But how are you doing? Are you okay? Are you enjoying life? Not all of you are answering. Hmm. Are you sure? Is life sweet? Or life is causing you to turn the other cheek? (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Say, God is with me. All right, give attention to this, all right? Open up your spirit to hear this message that the Spirit of God has given us. I admit, the previous time we had 12 weeks, I think we started in February, right? Mid-January into February. We're going for 12 weeks, and we put a lot of effort into it. We said we wanted to have 1,000 members in the cell ministry. And we had more than that come the end of those 12 weeks. Then I had to now look into the matter more deeply. I came to you and I said, what we had over a thousand people. Now, about 50% of them were from the teens. Not even the youth and teens, but the teens. So, what work that the, the teens were doing in their schools accounted for that many, 50%. About 30% was what the ageless zone did. Which wasn't bad. Because 30% was close to 400 people. Out of those 400 people, when we look at the data, about 20 to 30% were online. So it reduces the number again. The number of people that were retained then out of that ageless zone's work was about 107 Now, you say, we say, the teens did over 50% actually, 
but we didn't train the teens on what to do with those people that they were winning. Do you get me? We trained them on having meetings in the schools, reaching those people, but they were teens. We didn't train them on how to translate those people from being members of their fellowship in school, which met at a specific time, to coming to church with those people, because those are attached to families, don't have cars by themselves. We didn't make arrangements for that because at the time when all we were looking at was the general numbers that, okay, we're getting closer and closer to the numbers that we're looking at. But I had to go in prayer deeper into the information. And so though a lot of work was done, those that were retained, of course, several of you are still in touch with those that you... Another thing I realized was that um, a number of you, out of that group, the people that you actually worked on to become consistent members also reduced the number of people. So though, like I said, a lot of work was done, it wasn't meticulous enough to accomplish the winning that we ought to have won. But more than anything, my joy was this. We said we we're going to do something in reaching this number of people and we even went beyond that number of people in reaching them. What he said was thrust, pray the Lord of the harvest so that he would what? Send forth he was specific, laborers, that is trained personnel. Trained personnel. Not us just being good intentioned. Having great desire. There was serious training that should be involved. In collecting this specialized harvest, that is the people of Calgary. Praise God. And so we prayed. Another thing I was praying, the Spirit of God said to me, he said, travail is so important. Even when you are bringing the harvest in, be traveling until Christ be formed in them. Why? Wow. Do you know the importance of a soul? Hell and heaven both will do anything. For a soul. So it's a real tug of war. And whoever we are amplifying will win. We only amplify our kingdom by our prayers. When we pray, our kingdom's activities in the person's life is amplified. They will hear voice, the voice of God clearer. It will not be mingled with other voices, confusing voices. They will hear his voice. It has been said concerning Canada that what should happen for Canada for the gospel has finished. No. If it was the case, I won't be here. I thought you would say the same thing. 
I thought you say this. And because if God sent you here, I was sent. For me, I'm not the went. I didn't went. I was sent. Say, I, I'm the sent. I showed up on time for an assignment. And all grace abounds towards me for this assignment. That is my mindset. God is more than a successful businessman. He doesn't send supply where demand is not required. If I was sent, I'm the supply. Then, me, then it means there's a demand. It depends on how people look at it. You know, I was sharing with someone today. I said, the Bible says that money has wings. All right? I was asking, I said, have you ever, how many of you ever, ever tried to catch a butterfly? Yeah. Okay, teens. Anyway, in your day, is iPad you are catching. <laughs> you know, the outdoors are not very appealing to this generation of um... but butterflies, very interesting they don't fly in a straight line you know they're bouncing all over the place you think you, you have them, it's quite difficult but there is something that butterflies like right there's something, there are some people who birds will always run from them. There are some people's homes. For example, the place I was in, the house I lived in, birds didn't cross that place. <laughs> there was a dog in the house called Maximus. Maximus was a wicked personality. <laughs> he was absolutely devious and wicked. That dog could jump so high and grab a bird in midday. I'm telling you. Neighbors, chickens, they'll just be walking, you know, just walking on the wall, thinking they are safe. Maximus. <laughs> so, there were some creatures that didn't pass over by through the house. But you go to some houses, they actually thought of birds. So, they have their feeding troughs there. And the birds, do you call them? You don't say, birdie, 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 come. No, they come. How are they able to locate? That's money for you. There are those who chase money, who will never catch money. <laughs> but there are those who have become wise. They stay in one place. They create the trough. The birds come. He said money has wings and flies away from those that pursue it. Praise God. What I've told you is wisdom. If you are pursuing money by getting three jobs, you will chase it. Chase it. Whilst some of us, we are staying in one place. Different kinds of birds with different colors are showing up. We didn't go look for them. They came looking for us. That is what it's supposed to be with you. Purpose. You are purpose. Money ought to locate you. Praise God. 
All right, so throughout the year, we've done quite a lot of things. And we're grateful to God. This is the last phase. And in this phase, some things are about to happen. Deacon, what do you think? They're already happening. Are you getting me? Those of you who really say amen are those that things really happen for. No, why are you saying it now? <laughs> You're writing. Okay, my apologies. But it's the truth. Praise God. Can we read this together? One to go. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. But I run with passion into his abundance. Oh, I thought you were speaking tongues. That I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Next verse. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. Say, I have this one compelling focus. It's a compelling focus. It's not something that I just turn to from time to time. It compels me. He said, I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. Have you fastened your heart? The man of God has come to tell you it's a, it's a month of harvest. What are you seeing ahead? Or are you thinking of the past? The past month that was the month of harvest. Where you didn't experience what you wanted? Or will you fasten your heart to the future again? Next verse. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. There's a heavenly goal, brothers and sisters. We're not here for nothing. We're in pursuit of a heavenly goal. It's a heavenly goal. It's not an earthly goal. It's not. Get five cars, somebody already got it. Get 20 cars, someone already did it. But there is that which is specific to you that he apprehended you for. That you must achieve. Nothing moves him but what is between you and him. What he has asked for you to do. Because in doing it, what you are pursuing is God. Not things. Because he called you so that you do not struggle in anything. That you find that as you are occupied doing what he called you to do. All other things are added. You don't have to stop and look to find what, what you need. There is the supply of the spirit. He said, fast in your heart to the future. This word has come. Fast in your heart to it. Don't look at the past and say, God likes to remind us about that. He says, forget the things that are behind. Don't talk to him about what he didn't do that he was supposed to do. Fasten your heart to what his word has said concerning you now. He says, so let all who are fully mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. Are you getting me? He's not saying we will slow down to go back and make sure. No. He said, this is maturity. That you have this same passion that we have. Oh. 
let and let us all advance together say we advance together we are moving forward together we are pressing forward together he said and let us all advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion this is what we're stirring in your hearts continually next verse my beloved friends imitate my walk I can tell you that imitate my walk with God and follow all those who according to the way of life we modeled before you those who walk according to that way for there are many who live by different standards as I've warned you many times I weep as I write these words it was no different at that time than what it is now they are enemies of the cross he's not talking about unbelievers or else he wouldn't weep he's weeping because they are brethren and they just don't get it he said they are enemies of the cross of the anointed one mm-hmm. and doom awaits them he says their God has possessed them and made them mute their boast is in their shameful lifestyles. At this level, if on Saturday you are still at a nightclub, old man, 30 years old, you don't know that you are old. You know, it depends in life what you're doing. It, that's what determines your age. Do you know that? A boxer is old when he gets into his 30s. A runner is old when he gets into his 30s. Do you know that? A, a soccer player is old when he's getting into his 40s when he's about hitting 40 he's old do you know that but you will think somebody's life is just starting <laughs> it depends on what you are doing can you imagine that even the world knows your useful years that nobody is being traded when he's 40 years who will pay 1 million dollars for you watch your leg are you hearing me? Saturday night, you are over 30, you are in the nightclub. You are an old man, you just don't know it. Something that you should have done in your teens and repented. You are taking pictures of yourself and putting it on Instagram saying you are living the life. You are living the death. You are alive but you are dead. Don't do things in hiding, thinking nobody knows you. You're an old man chasing one woman after the other. You think it's still those things are <laughs> 1980s. Oh, any sensible person right now is not doing those things. I mean, come on, what are you doing, wasting your time there? Go to the previous verse again. He said, do my wage them. Their God has possessed them and made them mute. Their boast is in their shameful lifestyle and their minds are in the dirt. He's not talking of unbelievers. Next verse. But we are a colony of heaven on earth. We are a colony of heaven.
We're a colony of heaven on earth. As we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who will transform our humble bodies and transfigure us. We're looking forward to that day and it's close by. Into the identical likeness of his glorious or glorified body. And using his matchless power, he continually subdues everything to himself. Is he there by force or willingly? Glory to God. That's the last verse, right? We advance together. We advance together. We advance together. The Lord has called us to advance together. We have two responsibilities. One is towards the city. We have a responsibility of the solution of salvation. Bringing to them the solution. This eternal solution of salvation. We also have a responsibility of the solution by the word and the spirit. To change a city. To make it a place that is livable for men. We have a responsibility then to the body. For the body must make increase. It must grow itself in love. Each serving its purpose for the other. The eye serving a purpose for the hand. For what can the hand touch? What's the purpose of the hand touching what the eye cannot see? Where's the leg going when he doesn't know his way? He can't see his way. So we are to be benefiting the body. Deacon Steve's ministry to Sister Isi is intact. Sister Isi's ministry to Sister Rita is intact. Building ourselves up together in love. This is what it's supposed to be. This is your responsibility in the body. If you are weak, the whole body becomes weak. You stop living for yourself when you come into Christ because your responsibility is great. You can't be the weak link. An eye that is not working well is causing chaos to the whole body. A tongue that is not working well is causing chaos to the whole body. A leg that is not working well is causing chaos to the whole body. I need you. You need me. I have my role I play in your life. And you have a role that you play in my life. And the church has to recognize that. Come to the place of recognition. Not behaving like you don't need anybody. When you like, you drop this one. You know, there are people like that. They, you can just drop people. Just drop like they mean nothing. You kick them out when you want. No, you need you need somebody you need somebody that brother that sister you need them hallelujah you need them say, to, say that to your neighbor I need you for some people do you know even that is hard for them to say how can I say I need somebody you need them you need them if you don't know that you need them it's because your influence is too small you are doing too many small things so you don't realize that you need more people to join you to do it. I know I need my brethren. 
I know that. I've said that to you on different occasions. Yeah. I'm very aware of it. I need you. I need you praying for me. Because the challenges that you receive multiplied by many times because I'm the head. I'll definitely receive more than you will. Don't you think so? Scatter the shepherd. And the sheep will scatter. When I see some things happening, look, there's nobody I don't pray for. doesn't matter a brother or sister who did something wrong. Your name is in my book. So yes, we need each other. And I said, it's high time you, you know, stop being a taker. Be a giver. What do I mean by that? In relationships, don't be a taker. Be a giver. If you quit your worrying about you and start praying for that other person that you heard only in passing that they were going through something, but it cost you something in your heart. You wanted to, you said no. When, when I hear there's something happening, I pray. I, I may, maybe in gisting about it with someone, maybe my response is like, nonchalant, but no, it's impossible that I will not pray. The Holy Spirit will bring it to my mind. I'll get to praying. The person has said, I don't even have to tell the person that, listen, I'm praying for you. No, because some people like to uh, collect. Uh, collect, uh, no, collect um, credits, you know, from time to time, just collect credit. Hey, I've, I'm praying for you. Oh. And he's not praying anything. Sorry. He's not praying. <laughs> In fact, when he said that to you, he went to bed. Slept. He said, I'm praying for you. You also thought, hey, he's praying for me. Didn't pray one word. Didn't even mention your name. In prayer. where we have come I'm going to share a lot to, with you in other meetings alright we're building up ourselves in love as we take a city for the Lord Jesus Christ he said lift up your eyes and see see that the fields are ready for harvest it's still the same word he has given to us so I have 70 cell leaders that the Lord has chosen. 70 cell leaders. Because the Lord said. He picked 70. Interestingly I had already decided. That I wanted 70 people. Because. I said if. 70 cells. Have 15 people each. That's 1050 people. Hallelujah. So then I saw in the scripture, he said 70 and he sent them two by two. So I said to you that I was sending you two by two into your community to win that community. And I'm coming to that community. I'm coming there. We're going to do this thing. God has called us to change lives and we will do it. I will share a lot of thoughts with you. Glory to God. Let's stand up. Glory to God. Let's stand up as we close. Pela Koshofra.